So, Sahil, the Writers Guild of America, basically all the writers and creatives behind every Hollywood TV show and movie that you love have just gone on strike. And essentially, Hollywood might be on the brink of destruction. That's exactly right. The Tayon Invested, we're going to break it down in five minutes. So, Sahil, let me break this down a little bit. Insane news over the last week. On May 2nd, the Writers Guild of America, or WGA, that's where I guess we'll just refer to it. That's what everyone refers yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, went on strike for the first time in over a decade. The last time was 2007. They went on strike. It lasted for 100 days. And, and the biggest reason they went on strike back then is because of kind of the oncoming digital age of streaming service. I should I should say that the, the WGA, the Writers Guild of America, is a union, right? And so when you sign on, when you have a credit on a show, you have to be part of that union, right? So then if the union votes to strike, as a writer, you're not allowed to make content. You can't write for the shows that we know and love, the movies that we know and love. And so writers at the time were worried that streaming services were going to mean less compensation for them. They wanted a larger profit share. They this, this, Some of the complaints they had, right? They wanted uh, more residuals from like reruns of shows and movies that they've written. What do you mean by like residuals? So, you know, if there's a rerun, if you wrote an episode of, you know, The Walking Dead, right? And there's a rerun of that episode. Uh, as a residual would be you get paid for the rerun of that episode um those payments were not high enough so so they want and that applies for movies too right so they weren't getting paid high enough for either of those they go on strike it lasts 100 days because they can't come to an agreement uh with the networks it essentially impacts like a generation of tv and movies for the first time late night shows started running reruns instead of live written scripts they didn't have enough writers to write the content same day of yeah, exactly. So, so like, they just start doing reruns. Yeah, right? like SNL like stopped producing new shows. Yes, Jimmy Kimmel was off for two months, I think. So same with uh, every other like late night show that you love. Breaking Bad, the first season, actually this is crazy, was supposed to be nine episodes. Ends up getting cut to seven episodes. And by the end of the first season, if you know, Hank Schrader, who is like a primary character in the show. Don't lie to me, Walt. Who's actually supposed to be killed off. But because they didn't have enough writers to write all the episodes, he ended up living and actually went on to become like the major character that, that we know and love. James Bond, Quantum of Solace, infamous tank of a movie that was written during this time. Daniel Craig, who is James Bond, was actually hired as a writer for the movie and he was writing the movie himself. Same thing with X-Men Origins, if you know that movie. Ryan Reynolds, who like played like an early Deadpool Weapon X guy in that movie. Ryan Reynolds himself was writing the script because they didn't have enough professional writers. And so... It just like ruined a generation of, of TV and movies. Eventually, after 100 days, they came to an agreement. They settled. Writers got more compensation. And we thought it was going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, not even that, going back to it, you talked about all like the consequences for us, you know, the entertainment, what we watch. But to the greater financial aspects, it costed the LA economy $2 billion. Mm-hmm. First off, the motion picture industry itself is not that big. It's only about 10 to $40 billion. Depends if you can break it down to TV versus like, you know, yeah, movies. Yeah. But you know, it's not like a hundred billion, a trillion dollar industry. So two billion is a very consequential impact to these very large major studios that, you know, take a large concentration of the market share. You have to think about it in the context of like, that's two billion from writers who these are their everyday jobs, like supporting families. It's two billion from the networks, right, which support people who just want to come home at the end of the day and watch a good show or a good movie. All of these things are destroyed, right? So that was 2007. Yeah. Right. Basically 15 years later, May 2nd, so basically a week ago, the writers go on strike again. What can you tell me about it? Basically, they're going on strike. They have to renegotiate their contract. I think it's coming up. But they want to go on strike because both sides can't come to an agreement. We see again, they want... Wait, sorry. Both sides here are writers versus the networks and the studios, right? Exactly. Like Netflix, Marvel, Disney. Marvel is Disney now. But basically, what what the writers want is they wanted 
two aspects. They want better residual payments, like we talked about earlier, because they're not getting paid enough. And the second part is, you know, the studios, like I said, they have so much market share. They have all the control in these aspects. One aspect we consider is they have what Hollywood slang is calling mini rooms. So mini rooms is when these studios, they hire a bunch of writers. They literally, they stick them in a room for two to three months and they're like, okay, write a bunch of scripts, not just one, just churn out as many as possible. We'll read them, pick up the best ones. But the problem is these writers have no power. So these studios can decide to take on the script, not take on the script. And then these writers, if they're lucky enough to take on the script, you know, they'll get paid. But even if the script is taken on, some of these writers aren't even hired because they only need a few of them because the script is already basically written. And then for the many that don't get their script picked up, they're basically screwed and they have to go and find another job, hopefully get a new mini room. So, so you're saying after these like, you know, two months or 10 weeks or whatever, they're just out of a job. Right? Exactly. If okay. their script doesn't get picked up, even if it does get picked up, they might have no job. And the biggest thing when it comes to Hollywood is number one cost for the studios are their, you know, their labor costs. So they're trying to cut down the labor costs to make it more profitable because we see how much content is being churned out constantly. Mm-hmm. Studios can no longer just put out the most quantity of content. They need the highest quality of content. Mm-hmm. They need blockbusters because that's how streaming has caused it. You know, these major studios can't afford to sink a bad movie. So that's why they're just trying to churn out as much content and then pick the best ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not and that's why and they're trying to lower their costs by cutting down the writers. Mm-hmm. So this idea that you're touching on of like Hollywood being very patternistic now, that's also like another major complaint writers have, right? Like writers you know, they're used to traditional network cable and television, but the rise of streaming services has like changed not just the way they do their work, but the, the amount they're paid. And so Hollywood, they have this algorithm right now where like streaming services, they're going to put out a season that's like eight to 10 episodes, yeah. you know, maybe six to six to seven, eight, nine episodes. Traditional network television is like 20 plus episodes per season. Yeah. And so you're, you're hiring writers coming in now for like two months, having them basically speed run a script. And then you're only having like seven, eight, nine, ten episodes of that script. That means less pay for writers. Like writers are pissed, man. They're, they're pissed, right? These major studios just care about themselves. They're mm-hmm. trying to lower their costs because you know their revenues are increasing. Obviously, like as a consumer, you can't watch a lot more TV. I feel like you know you're at like the brink. Consider like the brink of what consumers can watch. Total demand is basically flat. It might increase a little bit, but it's pretty minimal in the industry. So that's why all these studios are trying to lower their costs to be more profitable. Mm. And their number one cost happens to be labor. Mm -hmm. So that's why these 11,000 unionized writers in Hollywood finally are trying to put a stop to and say like, hey, you can't abuse us. You need us. And that's why like all these contents are getting cut short. You know, Stranger Things season five. They just, they're not filming it right now. Are you serious? Yeah, exactly. They're not filming Stranger Things season five right now until the strike ends. And these companies are preparing for about 100 days, the length of the strike last time. But it could be even longer, they say, because there's no deals yet. They haven't scheduled any meetings. Basically, no compromise has been reached. Last time was 100 days. It cost LA at least $2 billion. This year, are there any you know, speculations on like how much of this is going to cost? Have there, have there been estimations at this point? What do you know? Well, really crazy fact, when this strike happened, studios lost $10 billion in value. Basically, I'm saying their market caps, their stock, their public stock prices dropped right away because you know the content's going to go down, the quality's going down, and they lost $10 billion. What's funny enough, that $10 billion they lost would fund every ask that the writers have had for the last 25 years. The confidence, you know, the, the value that these studios get, their stock price goes up when they make better pictures because better pictures make more money, right? Or better TV shows because better TV shows get a wider audience, more money. So people are have such little confidence that these studios are going to put out good TV shows that Netflix, Disney, you know, Amazon, the, the studios we love are going to be so bad that their stock price went down to reflect that. Had they just kept meeting the writers' demands, they wouldn't have lost money. Exactly. So you might be seeing your favorite TV show paused. Some of them are going to keep going because they're already written, but they're going to be have to 
be filmed to the T, but Stranger Things 5, I was really looking forward to it. Honestly, I don't know. Last season was kind of mid. I don't really know how much I liked it. Maybe the studios are onto something. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Tell me what you guys think. Maybe your favorite TV show will be not happening anymore. For now. I'm Sahil Seth. I'm Crockett Calloway. And this is Uninvested. Thank you.